Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Okay, so Amazon has this series yeah. where... Come on. Uh. No, I just... There's a loot crate here at Meltdown that you can just have stuff from because Kumail's famous now. Right. Okay, so he doesn't so, need this stuff? No. So I'm just looking, I'm just going to look at these items real quick. Oh, I don't want this. This is, a, this is the, the white you know, Spider-Man. You this is the beginning of a podcast people are listening to. Well, you, you continued like we were just continuing talking. We were. I told them to stay tuned, <laughs> and here we go. Right. Little did we know that I would go find more water in no the back of the room. No one wants to look at your pop doll collection over the <laughs> internet. This is a net Jessica Jones. Is this a pop doll? It's a Q fig. It's a Q fig. Look, she's kicking a book. Oh, that can't God, be right. Who cares? <laughs> okay, give me that. Don't break shit. Anyway, go. Talk to me. Um. So yes. Amazon, right after, very soon after HBO announced Confederate, or yeah. it was leaked. Amazon announced they have a show. I forget the I forget the name of it, but the premise is that Union after is that what it's called? No. Oh, after the Civil War, uh, African Americans were given Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana to run as reparations. That was a premise. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and are they making either of those two programs? Yeah, Amazon is. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that HBO is going to make the Confederate? I don't know. I mean, how, after what's happened the past couple of weeks, and uh, this is uh, the 11th of September, I guess. Mm-hmm. What else happened on this day? September 11th. That mm. does sound familiar. <laughs> what? Mm. Were you, where were you on 9-11? I was here to get, looking for a set. Oh. Remember, I picked up a set that night because people didn't show up for their sets. Oh, right. Over at the coffee shop over in Toluca Lake. Oh, God. It was great. What a mercenary. What a Robin Roberts had a great Hessian show. Hessian soldier you are. It's uh, Hannes Finney and mm-hmm. myself and some other comics. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody didn't show, so I got to I picked up a little set. Mm. It's, been, it's been established. But, right. uh, yeah, so, yeah, the Civil War is... Um, yeah, it's it's so funny about 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 the 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 whitewashing and the the revisionist history of Robert E. Lee and and right, you know, Stonewall. I didn't Jackson really know and, that that much about him until all this stuff was happening. Yeah, you know, it's uh, that's really the and best. I've read I've read a couple of tweet threads, so I think I know. <laughs> I think I know what I need to know. I was uh, thoroughly brainwashed because most of junior high, I only read historical fiction and nonfiction about the Civil War. Mm. I went down a Civil War rabbit hole that was ridiculous really? in junior high and high school. And including a great book called The Bravest Teenage Yanks, you guys. It was about teenagers who won the Medal of Honor uh, in the Union Army mm-hmm. during the Civil War, including Arthur MacArthur, Douglas MacArthur's dad. No. Douglas MacArthur's Really? Yeah, Douglas MacArthur's dad, first of all, was named fucking Arthur MacArthur. Who's doing that? That's hilarious. But Arthur Arthur, Arthur MacArthur and, Senior. Right. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he was Arthur MacArthur the second. But Arthur MacArthur I wonder if Douglas had a brother named Arthur and Douglas just lucked out. Oh, he might have. It was they but they're from Milwaukee. 
They uh, mm-hmm. uh, they both went to West Point. Uh, right. Arthur and Douglas, his son. Mm-hmm. But Arthur MacArthur won the Medal of Honor uh, when he was 19 years old, and he won it by um, going back for the colors of his unit on Missionary Ridge, which shouldn't get you the Medal of Honor. <laughs> you mm-hmm. didn't save anything. You just right, saved right. the colors. You which saved is the, the flags. flags. Yeah. Okay. The flags. The flag bearer is the poor bastard who doesn't even have a gun, who has to just walk in front of the troops with you the know, flag. Uh, the fact that this, the parents are being asked to surrender their children to this lunatic, you know, to send your kid in the military. Like, oh. if you, th- you think I would fucking let my kid fight a war started by Donald Trump? You've got to be out of your mind. Yeah. There's no way. But how do you stop him? Oh, I'm going to, I'm indoctrinating him <laughs> left and right. Well, it's funny because my dad was in the, the Navy and then led to the, he was a met, Navy medic, so he was in the Marines. Mm-hmm. And um, whenever any of my siblings wanted to, whenever any of us mentioned joining the service, my dad was like, you know, you can just leave town. <laughs> you don't have to join any sort of armed forces. You can just leave mm-hmm. and get a job shoveling sand for a living, which is about as exciting as being in the armed forces. Well, I'm reading this uh, this book by Sarah Vowell mm. uh, about which one? Lafayette. Yeah, I've, it's I've really read that. good. Yeah. Well, he. I guess I. It, it's not enough about Lafayette for me. It's not, but there's a lot of great stuff in it. Right. That I and like. is but, your is is my boyfriend Alexander Hamilton in it? Not yet. Not yet. Not enough of it. Uh, but uh, but it was fascinating. Lafayette just wanted to fight in something. Right, like right. He was he, like this antsy soldier. Yeah. I, he, I, I, I'm not used to thinking of soldiers that way. It's usually a thing you sign up for and then you get out and you're done. And the more you look into those Revolutionary War guys, mm-hmm. they're all fatherless. Like Hamilton, he didn't have a dad. Really? Yep. Lafayette didn't have a dad. Right. Killed and, by the British. That's why he hated the British and wanted to help the Americans. Right. And, and he... And it was, uh, and it was the third, second or third French war that the the French had lost to the British. Yeah. That so Lafayette was like, we got to win something. Yeah. And uh, and so he, th- the reason for the French Revolution was uh, speculatively was because they financed the American Revolution. Yeah, and they ran out of money, and, and they so ran the poor people had nothing. And right. Said, Fuck it. Yeah. Let's cut off heads. Yeah, let's. This is ridiculous. I wish I read this book before I went to Paris. Oh, right. Not that I want to rub that in. But you went to Paris. Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about Ireland. <laughs> and uh, I never want to live there. I'm all right. <laughs> I don't want to live in Ireland. I don't want to live in Iceland. Uh, I don't mm. want to live. You know what I want to do? I want to visit all of those places for. Weeks. I want to live in each place for a year. Oh, I want to live in each place for a week and a half. <laughs> and that's about it. Like, I want to go to a coffee shop often enough that they recognize me. Yeah. <laughs> and and in Irish uh, case, a tea shop. Uh, I bought a teapot yesterday. You did? Where? Yes. Uh, and I bought a box of uh, Irish breakfast tea. Twinings. Twinings? Where? Whatever. Over at Target. <laughs> where, oh. where else do you buy a did box of tea and a teapot? Did you love the Irish brown bread? It was it, fine. It's like meat to me. It was pretty dense. It was. Dense. I loved it, and I can't find it here. Oh, okay. Have no, you? That's have not you been okay. Whole... I'm outraged. Well, have you been to? You could you could go to Whole Foods and buy. Do they spelt have Irish bread. bread? Spelt? Have... I don't. What's that? It is a grain, and it is very Do dense. Do you have to cook it? Nope. Does it? Ta- is it taste the same as brown bread in Ireland? 
No, nothing tastes like what is made by someone else. That's in what I want. Town. That's why I want to live. You know there. what else doesn't taste like it? Uh, New York pizza doesn't taste anywhere else but in New York because they have different water. Sourdough bread tastes good down here, and it tastes good in San Francisco. That's because somebody brought the mother. They brought the mother. Remember the mother? No. Yeah, that's how you make sourdough. What are you talking about? That's how sourdough bread is made. What? There is a, a, a yeast-based uh, thing that you have to make every day. Oh, yeah? To, it, it's Instead of yeast, you what you have is you have a little bit of the pre... It's like making yogurt. You use a little bit of existing yogurt. How do you make yogurt? Okay. There's existing food, and then you make what more food from it. What, are you a fucking farmer in your part-time? Jesus. I, let me tell you... Uh, Time we, off. My nephew, we're going to his wedding. Yeah. He will have already been married, but mm-hmm. they're they're possibly divorced by now. No. <laughs> it's it's my nephew Salmon who designed the Dork Forest t shirt, the Ranger okay. t shirt. And he and his girlfriend to be wife. Is his um, name Salmon? His name is Salmon. As as in the fish? Yeah. His nickname in high school was Pez, which is f- Spanish for fish. Okay. And uh his uh, mother uh Named her kids weird. So, uh, Salmon Patrick Wolfgang Beemel Bedrode is his full name. And he is an artist and a coding guy. You know, uh, he's going to move to the San Francisco and they're the one that they're paying for his place. Oh, Eddie Van Halen and Valerie Bernelli's son is named Wolfgang. Wolfgang is a great name. It is a great name. Salmon's an okay name, but that's why he's an artist. Salmon's an unusual name. He had to live up to it. It isn't spelled with an L, by the way. Oh, it's It's S A M A N. Oh, it sounds is that uh is that like Arab? Or uh I don't know where his mom got it, hmm. but um he lived up to it. He was just like, no, my name's Salmon. Like I think there was a time when he was about 8 when we were thinking about like I I remember thinking and this is just me being annoying and I'm sure my brother who is listening right now uh, is like, well, I'm glad you didn't do that. There was some talk in my own head. I don't know if it actually existed anywhere else of calling him Sam mm-hmm. to sort of normalize it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he, he, I believe, was like, no, my name's Salmon. Yeah, will like be fine. Salmon. People will get over it. And they did. <laughs> and uh, and he is an excellent artist. And he um, and he's uh, and he's a good egg. And so is it Armenian? No. Okay. No, it, it doesn't. His mom bothered me all night. What what the origin of salmon is? Yeah. Phil, if you could email Lori and tell her where salmon's. <laughs> oh, name. your brother donated money to Sandra. That was really nice. Yeah, the, the homeless mom. And Some son. people have donated a lot of money. It's very impressive. It is. You're yes. getting close to four grand, right? Yes. This is. Uh, we're doing this on the on. Uh, Today's the twenty second. Twenty second of, of yeah, August. Of so, August. Um. The. The benefits the twenty fifth of September. It's a Monday night because I was trying to do it on a night where I thought as many comics as possible would be home. Yeah, and where flappers could give up the night without right, you know, having too much of a financial hit. So yeah, we have you, me, Matt, Donna, Donaher, um, maybe Ada Rodriguez, uh, Amy Anderson for sure. Maybe okay, Kalise Hawkins. Nice. I have to ask a few more people too. Do you uh, try? I um... think Laura House as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hell of a show. Mm-hmm. It, um, yeah, it's 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 great. So, the whole point of this story, which we have plenty of time for me to tell, right. so let let the journey you have time continue. for for, for side trails. It's, yeah, I bought them uh, today. I got them their wedding present, which was two sets of D and D dice because mm. they're big gamers. So it's another generation of of nerds, right? Of dorks. Yes, it's they're doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. We uh, 
but I got them gemstone made out of actual you know, rocks. This means nothing to me. Well, I'm going to tell you because it's right. it, it stems from the making of yogurt and the making oh, of sourdough. Oh, that's right, bread. Bread. It's it stems from all of that because quartz is a heart stone. It's supposed to help heal your heart. A quartz rock, and amethyst is for wisdom and intelligence. You know that's all bullshit. It's not for any of that, right? Do you know that it doesn't matter that you don't believe in it? Uh, that uh, I know these things, and that's why I went to the Druid circles in Ireland and went and looked at an Ogham stone, and mm-hmm. I looked at a bunch of old uh, witchy lady uh, gatherings of like-minded individuals. Oh yeah, who probably were pretty damn good midwives. You don't know. You don't know. So anyway, never seen you more defensive. <laughs> yeah, it's not right. And uh, did you go any to any islands? Off yeah, the Aran Islands. What was that like? The Aran. It was amazing. It was that cliff. It was that cliff fort off of Galway. Mm. Did you go to that cliff fort off? of I Galway? I went to the Blasket Islands. Blasket. Yes, where uh, it's it's it, one of the islands is called not the one of the Blaskets, but near it's called Sleeping Man because it looks like a man that's taking that's sleeping lying down. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it, did you? So you took a boat to the islands. Yep. Took through the, the choppy, choppy black seas. Wasn't that choppy? Clear, clear as wow. it, was, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was uh, late. Did they have like old houses that the people used to live in? Uh, the Aran Island had 900 people on it, and it's always had 900 people on it. Oh, really? So they're still living there? Yeah. D- a different 900 from 11,000 years ago, yeah. but uh, probably descendants. Wow. They don't have that Tinder app that says, hey, are we related, which they should get. Uh, <laughs> but the whole thing is there's only six inches of topsoil on right. the entire island right and so there were these rock um fences everywhere and sheep and and cattle and stuff and we had gotten on a hop on hop off bus which hadn't been there 16 years ago the last time andy went to this island and um because what we were going to do is we're going to take the ferry to this island Mm -hmm. rent bikes and then bike four miles to the fort and then walk a mile and a little over a mile up the hill to get to the fort cliff Wow. Uh, and then there was a hop-on, hop-off bus. And I was like, hey, <laughs> do you think that's going to the fort? <laughs> we don't have to bike? And uh, and we enjoyed that because the guy who gave us the directions explained things like that it was lobster season, what ki- what kill means. Yeah. means that there's a church. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, for, so Kill Martin. It means a, Church of St. Martin. Yeah. And it, oh no, here, that's a setup to one of my jokes. Is it? Yes. Oh my God. Now I have not heard that joke. So You have heard that joke. It also means if I ever marry Charlie Sheen, my name will be Laurie Kilmartin Sheen. <laughs> that is from the archives. Made you do it from the back of the vault. What'd you need? A size eight, eight and a half? All right. I think I have something in a red. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, from the, the archives. So did you talk to. Uh, Aaron Island residents. Just that one guy who said yeah. that he at one point he was like, "Outsiders can no longer buy land. They can't buy. You can't come in and buy land. You Good. can you can lease a place mm-hmm. uh, that's already that's already been built." And uh, but the reason for all the do fences, they speak Irish there? Yeah, they speak Gaelic. Yeah, and they bring in kids from the mainland to le- to have intensive Gaelic lessons. Wow! In the summer for like three or four I'd weeks. Love to do that with my kid, just drop them off for like two months. Yeah, they they don't take your kid for two months. Oh. <laughs> they take it for two weeks. Oh. But um, and so, like I. I, I asked a couple of I was the only one who asked any questions. I was like, hey, what uh, mm-hmm. what's the scoop with the with the fences? And he said, 
The fences are there uh, not to stop anybody from going anywhere, but just a place to put the rocks. <laughs> they Literally, organize the rocks. There were so many rocks wow. that they had to put them. And and did you see, I, I posted a video on my Instagram of me crawling to the edge of the cliff with my phone. No, but I'm not on Instagram. Hardly, I'm hardly ever on Instagram. Oh, okay. And then, well, I, I think I forwarded it to Facebook. But the thing is, is... I don't like heights. I don't like heights. Uh, So I'm on my belly (laughs) crawling towards this cliff. Oh, my God. And Andy said that the docent up there was watching me. (laughs) He was like, I guess people throw themselves off of those cliffs. And it's uh, the Aran Islands. uh, Dunangus. That's the name of the the, the fort. Yeah. And uh, and I guess Dun means fort. Angus's Mm. fort. But they don't know Mm. why Angus had a fort overlooking that part of the sea. Wow. Because it wasn't like anyone was going to climb up it unless it was... Did you ever see the Princess Bride? It would. That's the kind of cliff it was. It was yeah. the Cliffs of Insanity. Right. It literally looked like the Cliffs of Insanity in the Princess Bride, which uh, is a reference for others. Yes. That's I fun I think I saw the Princess Bride. I'm supposed to have seen it and have opinions on it. Did you see Wonder Woman? Yeah, I did. And the woman who trained Wonder Woman uh, was Buttercup in The Princess Bride, Robin Wright. Oh, I know that. I oh, know Robin that. Wright. Oh, Come and, on. and her career. Sure. Yes. All right. Well, good for you. Thank you. I just don't know if I've seen The Princess Bride offhand. Well, so many well, Fred people have Savage. done. Fred Savage was the. Oh, you might have seen it just. Yeah, the parodies. Yeah. Or I'm just like, I got it. Same got thing it. happened. Like, I've heard so many jokes yeah. about The Godfather that when I finally saw The Godfather, I was like, Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Which it, is too bad. Comedy because ruins it's, things. Yeah. <laughs> it ruins drama. It, it certainly does. Yes. So. It's going to be a long one, Jackie. Well, I don't know where we're at. Do you know where we're at? Minutes. 17 what? Oh, that these are early days here. All right. So. I'm just, I have my fingers on my eyes uh, yeah. as if I died. Um, yes. Did you read my book? No. I have, it literally just stares at me. <laughs> it's the, the binder just stares at me sitting on top. Well, it's hard because it's a, a whole binder. It's like a, you know, I printed it. It's so big. It's really not in real life. It goes quick. It's, it would go, it would go quick. Cause, and I love shitty mom. I love Shitty Mom. I mm-hmm. read it several times. I bought copies for others. That's so nice. It was, uh, and it was before we even knew each other. Wouldn't do it now. What? <laughs> what? Out loud? Come on. Don't be ridiculous. And, but I, I did like it. But I was gonna, I was gonna uh, open this up. I'm bringing a bunch of Shitty Moms on the road with me. Good to DC and Zanies. See if I can sell them. Oh, good. So, are you opening up your notebook? I'll open I'm op- up mine. Yeah, open up. I'm opening up my notebook. Uh, I tried to ex- uh, the mater- the difference between my set list the last night I was in Iceland yeah versus the first night I was back in LA I did Uncab yeah was uh, entirely um, about Iceland <laughs> so yeah. in Iceland I spoke only of America mm-hmm. and in America I spoke only of Iceland mm. so there you go and yeah well I uh, and this is just you know, because I, it, 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 I did it is, uh, I, I'm trying to see if I can come up with like material about having a medical marijuana license, which is, 
you know, it's it's heavily mined. Uh, I was going to say territory. you're breaking new ground here, um, but it has. I think you. I think everybody can find something. You can always find your in, but yes. it's it's like ooh, this is treacherous. There's landmines everywhere. Landmines being other people's jokes and chunks. <laughs> well, talk to me about it. I got that millennial bit that yes. I'm like I I don't feel like I'm really affect you know doing. But it's a it's a it's a fun joke that I like doing, mm-hmm. and so I don't mind the angle that I've taken with it. And mm-hmm. um, if others go there, what are you going to do? Right. I'm, you know, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a different joke. I remember when Dave Mordahl wrote uh, what he considered to be the first ever Barbie and Ken joke, where Bar- uh, they get divorced and Barbie gets all of Ken's shit. Mm-hmm. Remember that joke? No. Oh, I heard well, it. Uh, I, just I heard like know. three different versions of it. Okay, one year. You know how like something's in the air. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, and he thought that he had written it first, and so he was furious. He was furious when he heard someone else do it. He was like, "They stole it from me." Yeah, and I was like, no, "I don't think so," because uh, it was and and me and Matt Weinhold. It was at the Knuckleheads. Matt Weinhold. Remember Matt Weinhold? Yes, he's the best. He's great. Yeah, San Francisco I'm, guy. So you're right. I still, I still hang. So funny. Ah, uh, it was. I saw him, Dana Gould, and Proops. My God, which is just a monster lineup. Yes, and uh, Weinhold writes now. He writes for I. I forget who he's writing for. He was writing for the Playboy Channel for a while. But, yeah. Um, but he. In my opinion, was as good as those guys, and should and could have been. He was a great performer. He he was a great performer. He had a he's very charismatic on stage, and he he was very compelling, and he just drew you in physically. He's a great performer. He's a wonderful performer. He has one album, I think, Matt Weinhold. So get out there and find it because it really is. It's great. It's so crazy, guys. Don't have kids. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't just. He didn't have kids. Didn't he? No, he, he uh, got married to a woman who had kids. Who, no, who appreciated his love of horror. He has a, his own podcast called Monster Party. Yeah. And they only talk about monster movies. And he goes, he loves monster movies. Uh, we go, we try to hang out with them every Halloween. Really? They don't have any kids? They don't have any kids. I thought they did. He's got the best collection of action figures I've ever seen in my life. And it is, <sighs> he's got monster masks. It was a friend of, a, or a guy that he and Dana both know who own all of the Planet of the Apes uh, props. Yeah. Including the Lawgiver from the original Planet. You saw the original Planet of What's the Apes. the Lawgiver? The Lawgiver is the ape with the book. It was a statue in the room. Oh, yeah. The law, and they kept quoting the Lawgiver. Yeah. And you're like, like the I Moses saw, guy. I have a picture of myself with the Lawgiver. Hmm. Uh, because this guy, and he lives in Van Nuys, and he's turned his garage into a Planet of the Apes uh, museum, and it is wonderful. Oh my god! When uh, Roddy McDowell died, oh, go ahead. sorry, when Roddy McDowell died, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he had a, he had the statue of Caesar, which was the name of uh, the main uh, uh, ape mm-hmm. uh, chimpanzee, right? Right. Was Caesar, and there was a statue of Caesar from I think it was the future of the Planet of the the. Uh, one of the other ones, not the original. And he he left that to this guy. Okay. If you Google the words Planet of the Apes I'm in the not, Dark Forest. I won't. Okay. You could listen. <laughs> you could listen to that episode. Those guys are single the and they're all the fuck overmatch.com. Trust me. The guys with the garage full of apes. Yeah. yeah they're single. That guy has somebody. That guy's, he's he's got somebody. He's also got some apes. It's all working out for him. I went, I, I, uh. <laughs> 
I bought a, a slide, a used slide for my kid. Oh. And the guy, I went to the house. Yeah. He's divorced. Um, and I'm, I was like, should I be in this guy's house? And I'm like, ah, I felt, I felt safe. He was just weird. Yeah, he was just a guy. Um, there's like a lot of, but then I went to the, to, he showed me the bathroom. His bathroom had incredible Hulk fists coming out of all over. Like he said he had 31 of the fists. There were, there was a green fist coming out of the ceiling. And then there was like five of them coming out of all the walls. Guys who like the incredible Hulk. I have a theory. And I, and cause you know, who loves the Hulk? No. Besides Stuart Lee and Graham Elwood are two perfect examples of guys who love the Hulk. Why um, are they perfect examples? Because I don't know if you ever saw the Avengers movie. And if you did, you wouldn't have remembered this. But Mark Ruffalo played the Hulk. That guy's fine. And that guy's fine. <laughs> he's, no, he's great. He's yeah. the Mickey Dolans of our generation. No, what? It, um, so I don't know. It, it's that I was... like... <laughs> Remember he he deserves the, better than that. He actually does, but uh, I really like Mickey Dolan, so I for me it's just not an insult. Okay, and um, but there's a line in the Incredible Hulk that made me find in in the Avengers that made me finally understand people who love the Incredible Hulk because he turns around when Captain America says it's time to get angry. Mark Ruffalo turns around and he goes, "My secret is is I'm always angry," <laughs> and that's my thing with guys who really like the Hulk is they are constantly angry. And genuinely working on keeping their anger in check. So you're at saying all times. I should find this guy and track him down and date him? No, no, no. I'm saying be wary and go <laughs> forth. Go forth with that knowledge of oh, uh, people who really love the Hulk. Uh, but they also are aware of their own anger issues. So maybe, yes, maybe you should date that guy. Mm-mm. Well, you got a slide, a water slide, or just mm-hmm. a slide slide? Slide, yeah. Water? Mm-hmm. Slip and slide? No, uh, for a pool, like a slide. Oh, for, uh, oh, that goes into the pool? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. What was I talking about? Any idea, Kyle? Mm-hmm. No, could have been anything. That's fifteen, fifteen tangents ago. Could have been anything. Where are, are we at? Time for? Don't even ask about the time. Them. It's gonna hurt. The answer will. I hurt. think we're close to what is it? 25. We're at twenty-five. Do you want to do comic of the week? No, let's wait five minutes. Okay, I believe waiting five <laughs> minutes will change the whole vibe of this of this thing. So, what are the premises you're working on? Oh, oh wait, you don't have anything new, right? You said you well, got kind of. I have. I. I. Uh, this is. This is more. I don't know what to do with this thing. Where. Uh, I. I. Uh, I'm. I kind of. I'm kind of doing anything right. I say that I. I used to be angry about the gender pay gap. Yeah. You know, like women make seventy nine cents to every dollar a man makes. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I've lost. A, obviously, I've lost out on a lot of money. But now that I have a son, I'm like, well, I'm going to get some of that back, so it's okay. <laughs> I don't know where it, I don't have it, a place to go with it really, but you know something something around there, right? Because I mean that's that that's how you pay it forward. Is uh, he's mm-hmm. going to pay it backwards mm-hmm. if uh, if if the pay gap stays? But it's off of the fact that I noticed that I'm not as worried about his grades. Because oh. I'm like, oh, he's a guy, he'll be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. there is that's a great where... premise. But it's true. And well, if that's if I, why it's and agree. like when I look at my niece, who's the same age, mm-hmm. and um, you're like, you I'm better like, gr- but, nose to the grindstone. But she's very smart, and I'm like, good, she's gonna need to be smart because <laughs> she's a girl. <laughs> my, yeah, you know, and um, and that's me noticing that in myself. Yeah, and that's how, how are society's expectations the same? You know, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. Well, and and will they change? I mean, it was who did I who did I just see downstairs? It was a uh, 
I wrote it down. Her first name's name? Charla. Charla uh, Lawrenceton. Yeah, and I think so. um, she was talking about uh, expectations and how that she is. She's black, and uh, she was talking about white comics and or or white people and how some of them were rising to the occasion. And she mm-hmm. she was like, it's kind of. It's 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 great because our brand has suffered a great deal, white mm-hmm. people, and um and how there could be actual change after this. Yeah, and and I think I I know she's right. I mean, it's it's not going to be it's going to be painful because yeah. that's what change is. It's mm-hmm. annoying, and God knows nobody wants to live through it. <laughs> I want to yeah. be on the other side of it, but at least we didn't have to be in the the you know the. The the water fountain, you know, segregation. It's like that, right. but hopefully smarter than that. Hopefully it's just because they institutionalized it after that. Right. And they made it look more equal, but it right. wasn't. And then now if there's possibly another step towards that. There's what was the goddamn point? I am so punchy at this point. I know. I'm tired too. But. But you have a good heart and but, I hopefully. I mean. And hopefully I, I'm right. But then you go, really? It's like uh, the water in Flint is still poisoned. <laughs> yes. A year and a half later. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And I know that a bunch of union uh, plumbers I... tried to go in and fix it. Oh, yeah. But I there weren't enough that. of them. Wow. I guess. Because it's still bad. You know, if there was like one pipe in Burbank, there, there'd be an outrage. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just one 32-year-old white lady has to die. Mm-hmm. And I think Heather Heyer... Did you see her mom's yeah. eulogy? Yeah, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I don't know how you could be that composed. It's, I mean, I guess the fa- there's a family belief of social justice, you know, so you can kind of hang on to that, or or it's Christianity or some kind of whatever faith you believe in. Mm-hmm. But I I I wouldn't be able to address anybody like that. Yeah, I have friends. I would be out just running over Nazis. Right. I think. I think I would just lose my mind. You might lose your mind. You might. You might not. It's. I mean, the the we. I I always. Because I I I only have nieces and nephews, and I always think if if somebody hurt them, if if I would go on some sort of crazy rampage. Everyone thinks or, they would. How come not? How come people don't? I don't know. Because I, I I if if anything happened to my kid, I would. All you can think of is be who revenge. would I kill? Yes. Yeah. Who, who's going to die? And while I'm killing people, who else deserves to die? It has <laughs> as long nothing as you're to do here. with it. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I'm out here. Did yeah. you have a problem with that guy? All right. Let me see what can be done. It's, yeah. No, I have so many trained assassin fantasies, you know, yeah. of just getting, just, you just know, losing your... quitting everything, quitting comedy, quitting everything, and just becoming an assassin until I La get Femme caught. Nikita. Yeah. Such a good movie. It's a great movie. The the French one, right? You're talking the original. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the best one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I think that there's so much with uh, expectations of having a boy child versus your niece. I know. There's a lot there. There's, there's, um, but the, and the possibilities of the future of, of justice ruining it all. You know, what if there is equality and your niece is just, you know, going to outstrip your son. Because she happens to be smarter and harder working. Well, yeah. well, well. I don't know that she's harder working. My son works hard. <laughs> it's forced, but still. <laughs> right. No, but I'm, no, she's I'm, she's very, very bright. And my kid's bright too, but in a different in a different way. Sure. He's not he's not test bright. 
Right. <laughs> right. I'm not belittling. He can still be smart if he's not test bright, right? I'm not going to punch down on your 10-year-old. That's think, not happening. I think boys often take a while to, you know? Sometimes yeah. they don't kick into gear till high school. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I was listening to uh, what's on my rotation is Chad Daniels' album for some mm-hmm. reason. is just on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. And there was a whole... His son turned 13 and his wife uh, is a geneticist, and but she doesn't know what it's like to be a 13-year-old boy. So she came to him and said, what are we – we have a teenager now. What are we going to do? And and the, pre, and the name of the bit is, we're going to knock. <laughs> and that's, it's this whole thing about knocking. That's hilarious. And even if it's open, you're just going to uh, reach yeah. around and tap the door. You're going to oh reach God. around and tap just in case he's reaching around and tapping. You don't know. <laughs> and it was like that. So and then the, the bit great. goes like that. And, and it's a long bit and it's super. I, yeah, I love a smart story about your kid, you know, yeah. that is uh, that resonates. And it's also personal. I do. I do know that I felt as a comic, I was relieved that I had a boy to talk about because. <laughs> That's uh, those are organic dick jokes right there. Organic dick jokes. I don't know that um, people with girl children, comics with girl children, don't write to me. But write to me. Tell me how it is. No, because um, I think that there's so many hacky ways to go with kids stuff and mm-hmm. parents stuff. But you can make it personal. You can make it yeah. smart and your own. And and if you th- you think about it, I mean, I have. I want to do this thing about marital sex. Mm-hmm. Guess what's been addressed? Yep. Sex and marriage. I yep. think comics have been doing jokes about that since the invention of fucking Mark Twain's name. And, um, but mine. And it's I, your and marriage. I, it's and my it's marriage. Your sex. And it's my sex. And there's, and what I, and I, the angle I want to kind of go with is sort of, the idea of consensual sex, because it's been more and more in the paper, mm-hmm. in the paper, uh, in powerful <laughs> articles. In the funny pages? In the funny was pages. It in the funny pages? It's in the green sheet, you guys. <laughs> it was right next to horoscopes, people talking about how they've been forced to have um, non-consensual married sex. <laughs> and what consensual married sex was someone who has expectations and um, previously biblical and legal right mm-hmm. <laughs> to your body. And the whole idea of the headache and the and the I never figured that out. I haven't been in a relationship in a long time, but I never figured that out. What do you what are you supposed to do if you don't feel like having sex and the guy does? Right. That's where I think the comedy goes. It's so is. annoying. Because it's, it's it's either either you get what you want or I get what I want. But <laughs> Right. And but what but when the thing that you want is attached to the person that doesn't want to do it you're like well there has to be a third option right i mean get yourself a vibrator get yourself a fleshlight well yeah but you're 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 acting like the woman is wanting it and the guy doesn't that's what you just said no 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 okay when he when he wants sex and you don't oh sometimes i want sex and andy doesn't really yeah it's not that often Mm -hmm. but it's happened which might be the might be the angle because that's actually i've i that made me laugh just organically, because traditionally men are supposed to want it all the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. Even though I did probably 15, 16 years ago, right when Viagra started getting big, mm-hmm. some guy was talking about, I said big, uh, some guy, uh, 
<laughs> some we're tired guys yeah some comic did a, a bit about how he wasn't going to take viagra because he was waiting for it to be over the constant insistence of his penis to have all of the say right 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 he was like when do i get to think with the rest of my body but don't you feel like as a woman menopause is sort of that time where yeah and and i mean there's this now i think there's this thing with your body where part of you is like searching for a guy even if you mentally your brain doesn't want a kid part of your body's like i'm gonna make a little place and we're gonna we're gonna start something and then some animal visceral and then when that's not an option anymore it's like oh i don't have to live with somebody and i don't have to say i'm gonna be with you for 40 years (laughs) i can just you know raise my kid for 10 years and then go do do things i want to do yeah i don't have to i don't have to bend you know, over. You- <laughs> <laughs> I also said but over you-, you guys. Oh my God. I'm just all dick jokes. right? Yeah, now. you are. Right. Um, do you feel like, uh, being like past 50 kind of frees us up too? you know, to get- in a way that we, we're not, we don't have this thing pushing us to either have kids or not have kids like that decision's made. Right. So you don't have to decide uh, up to 42, even though you're, you're even though you think you know what you want. Part of you is like, maybe I want the other thing. Yeah. And then then you get over that other side of it. it's like, well, I, I can't want the other thing now. I still uh, too much info have my period. Mm-hmm. And it's annoying mm-hmm. because if I were to get pregnant right now, it would be in many ways a disaster. It. I don't know. The odds are so low that. Right. I'm not, it's not like I'm going to start using a condom again just because I fear it. That would be amazing. I seem, it seems unlikely. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's no, there is a part of me that's like, oh, well that, that decision is now gone. Yeah. So I don't know what that does for me though. What does that do for me? What's that doing for me? I don't know. If if the decision's gone. If you're in a room and five doors are open and you're like, I got to walk out of one of these things. You're kind of panic stricken. And three of them if, close. Yeah, a couple of them close. You're like, oh, I just got these two. One of them is get old and die. And the other one is visit Ireland and get old and die. Right? Right. Right. Might as well visit Ireland. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, before we continue this, let's do the comic of the week. Okay. We picked Lisa Alvarado, you guys. Yay. Lisa Alvarado, who I have worked with in Puerto Rico. Oh. In Montana. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. She had to do a 45-minute set. It was Alicia Cooper, my Lisa Alvarado, and mm-hmm. myself to do this weird Judy Carter bit. This that Judy Carter a bit or a, uh, a, a gig. Okay. That she booked. It was the She's a comedy coach, right? She wrote that book. I've never met her. Yeah. She emailed me out of the blue and said, mm-hmm. "Do you want, would you be willing to do this thing in Montana?" Mm-hmm. And uh, I did it because Lisa Alvarado and Alicia Cooper were doing it. Yeah. Where, where in Montana? Don't know. But it was for 600, um, like, PTA moms. Oh. And Alicia Cooper did 30. Lisa Alvarado did 45. There was a break, and then I did an hour. Oh, God. And we all tried to tell them. No. Too long. You don't want that to happen. Yeah. I was like, I am more than, like, if you'd had us all do 30s. That would be a hell of a show. Perfect. Because Alicia Cooper's a previous comic of the week, and Lisa Alvarado's a great comic. Yeah. And brings it. And super interesting. And and if all three of us had done 30s, 
they would have left pleased as punch. She's, uh, yeah, she's a single mom as well. Mm-hmm. And her son, last I remember, I haven't checked on Facebook in a while, is actually a rocket scientist. A oh, real really? rocket scientist. <laughs> like, like, like works wow, at JPL or you something? you fucking did it. Yeah. That's amazing. You raised, see, that's, that's what's... That's what they really they blossom in high school. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so um, is Lisa is it at Lisa Alvarado? Lisa underscore Alvarado. It's Lisa underscore Alvarado. So get out there and check out her stand up comedy because yeah. uh, she's uh, super great. Hey, baby. It's Excuse all, me. It's all working. It's like eleven thirty on a Tuesday, right? And I think we're we're about forty minutes into this, aren't we? We're at thirty nine forty eight. We are at almost 40 minutes, as I like to say. Mm. <laughs> 39.48. Um, yeah, this week I'm going, I'm coming, I'm doing the Throckmorton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be the next day. Oh, fun. From when this drops, I think. And then I'm and then I'm home to see Hamilton. Right. And then I am off to Madison, Wisconsin and Minneapolis with... Um, Maria. With Maria Bamford. And you're going to do Kyle's Benefit? I think so. Yeah, on the eighth. We'll yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. September we'll figure it out. I'm gonna have little. I have little spotlets all over the. You got spotlets? Yeah, I tweet them. You tweet them out on Twitter. You're on Twitter at any Laurie sixteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Jackie Cation. Do you have a fun name this week? Is it get your what? shit together, Kill Martin? What What have you changed your Twitter name? No, to? I no. I apparently lost a gig for being alt left Kill Martin. <laughs> No funny names. No funny names. That actually inspired me to make a post on Facebook and Twitter that just said, hey, the reason I'm so political on social media is because I'm on social media, which is adjacent to the news. Yeah, I'm is, not, yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not this way on stage. Not on stage in fact, or you can in watch real life. All of my clips and see that. Yeah, and see that. Yeah. It's it's like if you don't like the clothes I'm wearing, it turns out I could change my clothes. <laughs> I am available. Um yeah, so hmm. other than that, uh, I was thinking, because you said you were working on a bit about consent with about your yeah, son. Yeah, with my son. And I have a crazy, because my, my brother told me, one of my brothers, not the one who listens to this program, said he was discussing consent with his sons, and he turned it into a sales analogy, because everyone in my family sells something. Right. So... And and I've done this other bit about how my dad, when when he's hitting on women, it's a pitch. It's always a pitch. It doesn't matter what he's trying to get. He's if he's trying to get laid or if he's trying to just get a free sweater. One time, my dad told me that he was at the Boston store, and he uh, what's went, the Boston store? Oh, it's like a Macy's, but it's a Milwaukee version. It's called of the a, Boston store. It's called the Boston store. In it isn't just Milwaukee? called Boston store. It's called the. Bo- store i don't even know if it's still there but this happened like five or six years ago and he goes up to this woman in her her early 40s he said she's a little old for me but i thought what the heck and i'm like dad you're you're 70 oh my god he's a lot so uh he goes up to her and he asks her he's like this is this is his pickup line for Mm -hmm. her he asks her how he's like i'm thinking about buying this sweater how do you take care of cashmere and i said and did she explain to you the mysteries of turning the tag over and he said yeah and then get this, she bought that sweater for me. So I got a $45 sweater out of that woman. Hmm. But then I took her to lunch and I said, did you separate, did you deduct the lunch mm-hmm. from the profit that you made from that sweater? And he said, oh, I should, but it was a buffet, seven ninety nine. It's still, it's strange to think of a dad dating. 
Like my dad was just well, married. obviously he was they married, were married, but for it so was long. just not. My father's not always happening. dated. Always dated. Hmm. He's been married three times. That's and crazy. Yet, he's a big dater. My dad. I had a dream my dad was alive, and uh, but he but he was like he was younger than when he at the age that he died. So maybe he was in his sixties, and he was like a zombie, like. <laughs> Like, I was like, Dad, and he kind of didn't know me. I was like, Oh, oh my bummer. God, he came back, but he's only got half his brain. Did and... I just tell a dream on our podcast? Well, oh my are... God. Do you have any other dreams? We have nothing. Have you ever thought about going to Hong Kong? How about a, how about a dream dream? <laughs> Something you want to do? Um, what do you want out of life? I would love to. I'd love to learn. I've, I've already said this, so I'd love to learn another language and do stand up in another language. And I want to plant uh, trees that grow and don't die. Um, Have you planted trees that die and don't yes. grow? Yes. Mm. It's hard to. We have a it's volu- hard to remember to water these things. Yeah, we have a volunteer fig tree in our backyard. That What's came- a volunteer fig tree? Volunteer plants are plants that grow accidentally in your yard. Did you like just a make that up or is nope. that an actual? No, that's a gardening term, volunteers. Really? Yeah, because we get volunteer tomatoes every year from wherever the compost was because we have a compost heap. They sound so patriotic. It's Well, we do have Victory Garden. We are, <laughs> we are at war. and um, But that the, the fig tree, I didn't know it was a fig tree. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, something's growing among our hedge. We should cut that down. And Andy was like, that is a fig tree that one day will produce figs and you're going to leave it alone. I wish, like, I, I just, I'm not a a female person in a lot of ways, you know? I just <laughs> like became. Like the feminine. Yeah, like cooking and my sister's visiting and she she bought 10,000 things at Trader Joe's and she's she made bread. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> okay. I just have Did cereal. she make Irish bread? No. But but it's it, I just I feel like will I ever stop doing stand up in Have a way where I can Have you ever wanted to do anything like sew or cook? Yeah, I'd love to do that. I'd love to be crafty. I, I buy paint and then I don't paint. I buy all these things and think I'll do them. And then I just have a little bit of time on the weekend and I I forget that I have them or it doesn't occur to me. I, I, I mean, I don't want to just be a spot person for the rest of my life. You know? <laughs> what? <laughs> Right? Always just like, oh, I got a spot tonight. I can't do that. I got a spot tonight. Like, is that going to be me forever? sounds like an okay life to me, but I'm me. I mean, think about who you're talking to. I would like to be a spot person my entire life. Looking for a set? Yeah. Maybe I would be. But I mean, not going out to dinner? I've I've hardly been to any restaurants in L.A. I never went to uh, the World Trade Center when I lived in New York before... before, uh, George Bush brought it down before to... the day that this this drops. <laughs> yes, my God! Before the day that, but this I mean, is I never do anything that's not attached to comedy, and I don't know how to, so I just don't. And am, am I? I guess that's a question. Am I ever going to learn to do things that aren't attached to stand up comedy? You are welcome to be part of my life, not in this room. I know, I know. It's I love the silence. That means well. What are you doing? It's like, are you having stovetop stuffing? Van Nuys? Uh, I'm talking, well, what it would be would be, there would be board games. There would be meeting dorky men that we know that are single, mm-hmm. that are. No, 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 not even. No, no, I'm no. not trying to hook you up okay. with them. I mean, if you liked them, that would be fine. If they liked you, that would be fine. But I mean, it would be, you would meet other people. And then we go out to dinner sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
and it's exciting. Mm-hmm. And then Andy goes to like to the the Galaxy soccer games. Mm-hmm. That's something he does that I don't want any part of that maybe you might enjoy. I've never you're going to theater. You you got yeah. theater. You got season tickets this year. Well, that ended, but and that yeah. ended, and you're not going to get next year's. I'm not getting next year. I don't year's. know what. I didn't see the only thing I, I want to see is the. Uh, well, you, you friend, could buy them singularly. Yeah, I'm gonna. Buy, I think paying. I'm gonna buy the color purple. Yeah, and which I never saw the movie, never read the book. I understand it's sad. Yes. So, I don't know that I can actually go. But Joss I will Whedon. Try. We got to talk about Joss Whedon. Oh, there you go. There's a clock eater. He he was. Uh, I guess his wife says that he's. Uh, oh my! He's, he's like not, a fake feminist. He's a fake feminist. But he's also the guy. Is he faking it pretty well? I think he is. No, he's the guy that... uh, In the written word, he's faking it quite well. Okay, I guess so. But he's the guy that that preys on young women pretending to be a feminist. Like, that's what he would do during Buffy. Really? Ugh. God. Really? It's like the pro- it's the like the professor reveal? that gets laid a lot. You know, oh, it's yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah. It's not the My brother Russ is a professor and I made fun of him one time about that and he was like, "Not funny and not cool." And I was like, "Oh, I like you more." <laughs> and uh, so um Yeah, he's that guy? Mhm. That's disappointing. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is I mean, I, I didn't have a lot invested in him. I no, didn't really care I have that a much. lot invested in him. I so know. I'm I figured sad. you did. But the weird thing is, did he do Lady Ghostbusters? <laughs> no, he did. That right, was Paul Feig. Oh, wasn't it Paul Feig? Oh, I was wrong. Mad at the wrong guy all you're, weekend. You're gonna find out that Paul Feig. I think Paul Feig seems like a good guy. He does. I think. Right. Well, I mean, and the thing, the humanity of, hu- who, of people. Who did Spy with uh, Melissa? Pardon That's me? also Paul Feig. Okay. Paul Feig is the most He's McCarthy. on my good list. He did The Heat. Didn't he do The Heat as well? I haven't seen that. Got to see that. It's my Should've favorite. It on it's better weekend. than Spy, in my opinion. Really? With Sandra Bullock. It's, it reminds me of Midnight Run. Oh, wow. And Midnight Run is one of the best buddy movies ever made. Yes. Uh, Great. Charles Grodin, Robert De Niro. When, mm-hmm. Before Robert De Niro tried to be funny. Yeah. He was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Midnight yeah, yeah, yeah. Run. He, like he trusted his director. He and then trusted. he started mugging. And then there was so much mugging with the yes. fuckers. Anyway, so, but the heat is a delight. Did Paul Feig did do Bridesmaids as well? Okay, so. So what has Joss Whedon done then? Firefly. I never Serenity, saw Serenity, Buffy, and the first Avengers movie. And the second Avengers movie, which he got mad at, uh, and so just turned into a, a a Bay movie in the end. Like, what's his name? Oh, okay. Uh, just a blow up. Oh, so I, I don't feel it. as betrayed. Oh, you don't? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, yeah, If I mean, Paul Feig, Joss Whedon has been known as a, just, he's, I don't know how big a feminist he is. He's always been an ally. I don't know. It's always weird, because as I age, I right. will look at young men. Right. And I will see a handsome young man and I will think to myself, that is a good looking man. Mm-hmm. That is a handsome young man. I do not seek them out. Right. Yeah. Or I would not, were I single, first of all, I don't think I had a chance with that guy when I was 20. <laughs> so if I were to try now to play some sort of game, that would yeah. be weird. Right. But um, but I, I can see admiring youth. Yes. And admiring handsome and beautiful, like, 20s and mm-hmm. 30s, but coercing and, and sort of talking them into something. And yeah. 
It's that, so gross. It's so gross. It's such a it's a such a disgusting personality. Right. And you're like you can't come back from that. Are you doing it? Do you know that they don't want to really be with you? <laughs> that you've somehow talked them yes, into it. Right. Or do you think that you're still so attractive that you've like my father They don't care. They don't care. My my father doesn't my father hits on all the women, like whoever is in front of him, literally, it is a cold call situation mm-hmm. where it's every single, <laughs> and it's, he doesn't, I don't know that anything, what happens from all of this, and for, please, no one tell me. <laughs> uh, but the, I don't, like, I, I remember when Maria told me that he hit on her at our wedding. What? Yeah. Yeah, Maria told me that my dad hit on her at Andy and I's wedding. Oh. And I apologized. I was like, I am so sorry. And she said, actually, it wasn't bad. She said it was actually the way he hits the she was like, it was like a almost a vibe coming mm-hmm. off of him. And I was like, what? She said, like he didn't touch me. There was no elbow squeezer or any creepy any mm-hmm. it wasn't creepy at all. She said it was literally, I got the impression. This is available. If you were to want in on this, this would be available. Maria could have been your stepmother. My, she oh could my have God. been the next. But when we got married, Maria was at the perf. It's my one of my father's favorite type of woman in the mm-hmm. whole wide world is a tiny 35-year-old blonde woman. <laughs> and that's what Maria Bamford was when I got married, mm-hmm. a tiny 35-year-old blonde woman. So I get why you would – and. um and she said, "Yeah, it was kind of it was just a good vibe. So it was it felt like it was something like that. But the Joss Whedon thing, that sucks. If he's if he's that guy. That's yeah. too bad. But I didn't like the last Avengers. Does that help? Does that help? Does I think that... no one did, right? No, I liked it, but I didn't like it like it. You know, like the first Avengers was so good. And there's so many Marvel movies right now. I I I could wait off into Marvel. I'm also deep in you, a Marvel puzzle. You list. have, as far as I'm concerned. By just saying the word <laughs> Avenger, you have weeded off into Marvel. So what uh, we talked about Lisa Alvarado. We talked about stand-up comedy. We I talked ho- about some bits we want to do. By this time this drops, I have done some work on our idea. Oh, Here's yeah. the thing, though. Part of me is like, like if I do, like I have a job that I love. Yep. And I've, you really do love that job. Yes. And I've arranged my, yeah, we have fun. Even mm-hmm. like today, even though the news cycle is so shitty, yeah. it's still fun to try to find something, some jokes that all that our host likes. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to put it all together. It's a yeah. lot of fun. I laugh a lot and I love the people I work with and we have a good routines. And That's... I like structure. I like a certain kind of structure. Right. Yep. So it's good. And I don't like, I told my agent, um, <laughs> Because they had said, oh, so-and-so wants to meet with you. I said, you got to know, I don't want to leave my job. So, yeah. so me meeting is, I just don't want to, Yeah. I don't want to go. I'm available for meetings. <laughs> uh, all I'm doing is stand-up comedy. It was a writing guys. thing. You oh, know? I'm not available for but, meetings unless it's a one-off. But, you want me to write the great American novel and you want to pay me to do that? We'll We'll talk. That's not how it works. That's totally not, not how, how it works. works. You, you don't want to know that. And it's like never say no without a number. All I have to do is offer, say, I would love to do that. I'm going to need uh, you to offer me. Do you know how many oh. people have written the great American novel for free and are trying to sell it? No one's going to. My friend Jim Wooster. Yes. Uh, you should 
Jim Wooster is one of the greatest. He's one of the greatest comics who couldn't buy a break uh, yeah. in his life. Mm-hmm. Such a great comic. Yes. Such a great writer. Yes. And um, and nobody gives a damn. It's a pity. Do you, do you think that's a kind of a depressing thing to say about him on a podcast? Uh, Jim uh, is already depressed, and he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i think we're causing harm oh wow do you think this one's causing harm? did, did i not say that he was a genius did yes. i not say that he's he did, he's yeah. one of the best comics ever and whenever i get to book a show i always say jim will you come and do stand-up yeah and the last time i asked him to come like i got to do one of those jackie and friends things yeah. at the improv oh yeah he came and he did a character and i was like oh i wanted you to do stand-up and he's like <laughs> It's my 10 minutes. <laughs> I was like, you are correct. Do whatever you want. And so, uh, and it was a great character. So mm-hmm. everything he does. Um, but I always tell him whenever he does a character, put a hat on, especially if he's doing like a weird um, racist character or uh, I won't date fat chicks character. Please wear a hat so that we know that it's not you. And then at some point you can take off that hat. And sure. then we know that you aren't a monster. Yeah. So I hate characters across the board. <laughs> No, you're not pro character. No, no, you like pro straight. It's stand-up. hard enough doing stand up as yourself. Mm-hmm. That's enough of a challenge. That's how I feel. Don't you think that it's a lateral thing though to do stand up as a character? It's just a different choice. Like it's, someone's just going, yes. oh, I'm, I'm not going to do. I'm pro choice, and <laughs> but I'm anti character. <laughs> I think we're done. How many? Wait, how many minutes? 56. Oh, 56. That's not bad, but. What? Because um, we went short a couple weeks ago. Oh, two, two episodes. We don't want to get short. you know get used to this. Yeah, don't get used to shaving four minutes off. Right. Who has time for that? Um, hmm. I wrote down Bill Cosby's next album will be in studio. Did I tell you that? that I thought that was funny. <laughs> I like that. Oh, here's uh, uh, here's a joke that'll never work. Please. Um, I want to get a breast reduction, but it's it's too expensive. So. And some, I haven't figured out the wording because I don't want to waste effort on it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's something like, so I'm just going to stop getting mammograms and hope things go wrong. <sighs> yeah, don't tell anyone that joke. That joke. That, that, let's stay with these and the 7,000 people that are possibly listening. And uh, It's a waste of time to even massage that one, right? It's a total waste of time. You know what it isn't a waste of time? What? To massage those sweet, sweet boobs you got going on. <laughs> Do that. That's my third sex joke, ladies and gentlemen. You're I am sweating. on fire tonight. I, I hope am... you go home and have some consensual sex with your husband. I'm going to, sadly, going to go home and fall asleep. Though, All right. Now, now, who knows? We don't know. I could, I could wake up. I'd get a second wind. It, uh, we, I feel we're done, right? 58. I think that's close enough, don't close you? Close enough. Americans? Yeah. And internationals? Okay. Bye. Now leaving nerdist.com.